I'm Mark Smith, and thank you for joining me for the second podcast in our series, The Process. Before we jump into this week's message, I just want to remind everyone that if you missed my introductory episodes, please do me a favor, visit YouTube and search Mark Smith, The Process, and you can view episodes 1 through 12. That will give you a visual as well as give you the ability to dot all I's and cross all T's to kind of make sense of what we've already talked about and what, where we're going forward. All right. The last time we talked, we unveiled the concept of air. For those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to that one, I explained to our audience that air was spelled a little differently. I spelled it A-I-R-R, which referred to accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. And it was important for us to understand how these elements themselves help influence our progression of growth throughout our daily lives. So let me start today and ask you a simple question. Have you ever said to someone, (laughs) or even yourself, if I only knew then what I know now? I'd be quite surprised if that didn't cross your mind or even come out of your mouth at some point. And that is exactly what we're gonna discuss today, the know. And what are the steps or process in which you know and what does it really mean? The great thing about life is that we have the ability to associate different meanings to different words. So for me, know, spelled K-N-O-W, stands for knowledge necessary to obtain wisdom. No. So let's get right into it. Knowledge. In my childhood, for some reason, I found myself easily bored or one would say uninterested with most of the normal things that teenagers or adolescents did growing up. The majority of people in my age group like to go to the movies. They like to go to parties. They like to talk on the, on the phone a lot. You know, I guess you're probably laughing, at, laughing right now saying, geez, this guy wasn't normal. But yeah, I did do normal things that a teenager does. For example, on Saturday nights, my friend Mitchell and I, we went roller skating. We also had a paper route. We did that for a couple of reasons. One, we wanted to earn a few extra dollars, but we did it to show our our respect. We want we definitely wanted to show respect, but also show some responsibility. But for the most part, I saw something that teenagers my age just don't have, and that was knowledge of life experiences. If you recall, in my last talk, I mentioned and talked about my love for the game of football and how our community of players span from generation to generation to generation. So during my high school years, I was blessed to meet David Bynum and Kervin Edwards. They played; se- they were several years older than me, and they had previously played for the same high school that I had played at. We developed a friendship, a mentorship, a brotherhood. These gentlemen gave me knowledge on important life lessons and life issues that you just couldn't quite get from individuals that were my age. Well, what do I mean? These gentlemen gave me knowledge that was relevant to growing and learning. Knowledge to minimize some of the costly lessons and some of the some of the do's and don'ts and how to maintain what I like to say is a hungry but humble attitude and mindset. They gave me knowledge to take a deeper look at situations to ensure that all future questions and concerns don't backfire. You see, they gave me the knowledge that I was seeking. They gave me the knowledge to respect life, 
respect individuals, respect human beings as, as a whole. But they also gave me something that is very paramount that I preach today. And that is they gave me the life lessons to understand that we must strategically plan exactly what we want to do. And I call that playing chess versus checkers. So let's move to necessary. Some philosophers say the meaning or definition of necessary is, as I quote, required to be done, achieved, present, or even needed. But I think what most of us equate necessary to be is the word essential. In the course of life, most people, <laughs> I'm going to say almost all people would agree with this statement. Nothing stays the same. Now, even though we may use or have a normal routine, there's going to become variances. Those variances sometimes disrupt our pattern of normalcy. So our storms that we encounter in life, although we don't like them, are necessary to take us to a level of uncomfortability and really truly challenge us to grow. It is necessary for rain to clear the air. It is necessary for rain to come down for the growth of our vegetables. It's necessary for rain to breathe the life into some objects that might be dying. Could we be dying slowly if we remain in the same stages in life? If that is the case, it's important to gain the knowledge that is necessary to reach or obtain wisdom. So we've talked about knowledge. we talked about necessary. Let's talk about obtain. To obtain. In 2013, my wife and I purchased a home after renting for a few years. We discussed it several times over and over again, and as you may imagine, we had a few boisterous disagreements in the home buying process. Some of you who have purchased a home may have experienced or can recall what I'm talking about, such as what's the best neighborhood? How far is the commute from work? Does it have a homeowners association? What are the neighbors like? Does it have a basement? These were just some of the small things that we had kind of ironed out. Well, we finally agreed after my initial reservation. Again, and that reservation was only due because the home needed a lot of work. It was built in 1958, so you can imagine how outdated the windows were. Outdated the kitchen was what the bathrooms might look like, even how the basement looked. You know, it was completely unfinished with concrete everywhere. But one of the things it took a while to grasp was that what we did and what we were setting out to was to obtain a memory. And in obtaining a memory, you obtain a bigger picture. So what do I mean? I mentioned that the home was built in 58. I myself was, was born in 1964. So just as a home needs additional work, so does an individual. And I'm speaking for myself. So I didn't come with a full package. I didn't come with updated material. I didn't come with the best of the best, just like some of you, I'm sure. So over the course of time, it's important to repair yourself. It's important for you to, to take back and accept the constructive criticism to help you move forward, to lift yourself so you're able to lift others. So since that day we took possession of the home, which was built in 1958, we completely remodeled that home. Heck, 
four and a half bathrooms that the home has has been totally remodeled and have theme names for all of them. The basement is immaculate. The bathrooms, Africa, New Orleans, Hawaii, Wizard of Oz, and my personal favorite, Universal Studios. We have an entertainment area where individuals can go watch movies and dance. There's a 10-foot regulation pool table. There's even a very large cabinet with priceless Anheuser-Busch memorabilia that was left to me by my father. In purchasing the home, we secured something of value that has allowed us to obtain a series of magical memories along the way. The growth in life. The growth that you must seek to obtain creates those memories, which allows you not so much to reflect where you are, but, but how far you've grown and where you're going to grow from there. You see, truth be told, I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I'd be sharing my life experiences with you. Therefore, the one thing that I have learned is when you step back from thinking things in the I mindset, you've arrived to a level that promotes you and you truly understand the knowledge that's necessary to obtain my last topic, wisdom. Remember, I started off today by asking you the question, and, and that was, have you ever said to yourself or to someone, if I only knew then what I know now? One of the questions I used to ask myself was, why the heck do these things keep happening to me? What did I do to deserve that? Can anyone possibly relate or have asked yourself those questions over the course of your lifetime? Some of the pain that we've had to endure is and was self-inflicted, but some of it was needed to stretch us from, from the complacency stage and task us to move forward. I'm going to close our talk today with a story that's very impactful in my journey from boy to man, and also if I only knew then, then what I know now. In my early years, I didn't have a fairy tale relationship with my father. By no fault of his own, because of his work schedule, um, he didn't have a chance to come to the majority of my uh, Little League football games. And that was due again to his work schedule. See, he was a shift worker. He worked um, sometimes seven days a week, sometimes 12 hours a day. So selfishly, while those games were going on and while I was playing, I would make a good play score a touchdown. And then I find myself gazing in the stands to look and see if he just happened to be there. And he wasn't. And I became sad and quite honestly even resented him at times and wondered how and why other kids' fathers were there and mine wasn't. Well, as time progressed, um, as you would imagine, things happened. Schedules were able to change. And my father was able to be there. And my talent, as one might um, understand progressed in my high school days and I became a very sought after player and he and of course was a very impactful in all my decisions in the decision making process but going back one of the things or life lessons that he said to me in my early playing days was the following he said Mark when the game is no longer fun for you then it's time for you to shut it down that feeling happened to me during my sophomore year in college, and I shut it down. I shut down from the game that I once loved for more than life itself.
That decision that I made strained our relationship and actually my personal ability to communicate with him for several years. Actually, it was until 2001 when he called me to let me know that he had had cancer. As one would think, I was truly ashamed of myself for not being there and honestly being allowing my own selfish attitude and ignorant mindset to limit my, comp my communication with him. Through his chemo process, through um, rebuilding our relationship, that truly allowed the rebuilding phase of our bond and making our relationship even stronger than it had been in well over 30 plus years. My dad became my best friend, whom I called every single day until November 19th. 2003, excuse me, when he passed away. For years after that, <laughs> I became angry, very angry. I became very withdrawn around that date, November 19th. You see, November 19th, 1964, that's my birthday. In 2013, 10 years after my dad passed, I distinctly, distinctly remember crying on my wife's shoulders expressing how these, the next day, which was November 19th, was the worst day in the world in my feelings. While consoling me, she said something that I will never forget. She said, babe, your dad shared the most rewarding years of your life with you. You guys took trips together. You laughed every day. You experienced a lot of things that individuals don't get to experience in 30 years with their parents. What more could you ask for? That resonated. But still in myself, I felt empty. That night, the word selfish kept appearing in my dream. I saw the word selfish, selfish, selfish over and over again to the point to where <laughs> I had to get out of bed. Later that day, as I moved on with the day, that was November 19th. I gained what I feel was closure that allowed me to accept the wisdom that I had been searching for for so, so many years. While driving to work, a feeling of peace came over me going down I-95. The peace was so strong, I pulled over on the highway and got out of my car. My eyes rose to the sky. Tears were coming down my, my face. And I just said the simple words, thank you. Thank you, thank you, for this is the day that you gave me life, and this is the day that you took my father home. How much better could life truly be to have that opportunity to gain knowledge necessary to obtain wisdom? As we talk about and I close with every message, I know this message may not be for everyone listening. I know that some of you have gone through your own trials and tribulations, but I do believe that there is somebody out there that may benefit from what we're talking about today. So please do yourself a favor. Help them recover. Help them move forward. That's what we're tasked to do. Lift each other up. So again, I want to thank you for joining me today for this message of the process. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please don't hesitate. Send me an email. My email address is withinyourprocess at gmail.com. And my website is www.withinyourprocess.com. And you can get additional information. 
one of the things that I always close with that I'm very, very powerful about, again, is that understanding where we need to go. So with that being said, always remember your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my grandbabies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy, Poppy loves you, and have a good night.